Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Ruistrak. I'm here with a terrific speaker today, Nick Zamerson. Welcome. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on. And I was going through some of your bio stuff today. You're a serial entrepreneur, a top 40 CEO under 40, and an author. So which came first, the chicken or the egg? Uh, I can tell you the entrepreneur came first. I, uh, I started writing books. I don't sleep much, so I tend to write when I don't sleep. And next thing you know, it just turns into books. I write about business because that seems to be what I'm decent at. I have not met an entrepreneur yet that says they sleep. Yeah, well, I think it's a common trait of uh, just constantly things spinning in your mind. So it, 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 makes, it makes it pretty easy to, to not sleep. I, I wish... Uh, uh, my wife says she wished she would, I would sleep more because, uh, uh, I don't know, she says it's healthy for me. I, I've lived 45 years without it, so I'm good. I know. Like, is sleep really that necessary? I, I don't think so. Not, <laughs> not in my world. <laughs> no, I, I don't think any entrepreneur would go, sleep? What's that? It's like a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Even, even vacations aren't vacations. You, you end up, it just gives you more time to lay on the beach and think about all the things that aren't getting done. So No, no, no. Yeah. You take your laptop with you to vacation. So all you're doing is working while you're sitting on the beach. Right. You're just you're just in a different spot. You got it. So what is some of the things that as an entrepreneur you worked on? I think for me, uh, uh, the biggest things I, I work on is is constantly improving not only the business, but myself. I, I you know, it's it's one thing to. It's one thing to start a business and, and, and hire employees and, and really pass the buck to a lot of things. I, I try to stay heavily involved without being um, the, the, the uh, helicopter uh, oh, yeah. manager. Helicopter. Yes. Yeah. I, I just, that's just not, I, I try not to be that it, it's, you know, I, I like to assign roles and make sure people know what they do and support from afar, but I do believe on hiring talent and letting them do their job. But uh, I also believe in staying involved in the vision or else it becomes someone else's vision, or maybe the vision gets skewed. I understand that exactly. I mean, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs. My business partner has businesses of his own. I'm like, you're helicoptering right now because you're doing too much. Right. You have people to do this for you. Step back a little bit. Let's look at it. So it's me tutoring him on how to run his business that I have no idea what the business is. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but then you also have these business books for people. Yes. Yeah. I, I try to, I try to, I, you know, one of the last books and I'm writing the fifth book, actually, uh, I was just working on it to say, so the fifth book's coming out called the keys. Um, the, the last book, uh, bits of wisdom, actually, it wasn't the last book, the second to the last book, bits of wisdom was a, or is a book about, um, it, it's, it's 11 or 12 essays. I, I kept getting asked questions over and over and over um, to me, just the same questions, maybe put in a different way, but they were the same questions. And I decided rather than continuing to answer the questions, which I do anyway, but I would put it in a book form and say, here's my, as of, you know, I guess when the book came out, 2019, as of 2019, 
here's, here's my answer to these questions. And, and, um, and I say in the first, you know, in the first opening of the chapter of the book, I'm, I'm writing this book specifically to, to answer questions that I get on a, on a daily basis. So it was really, when I write a book, it's more about, um, uh, opinion pieces, less, uh, less, I tell people less facts, facts are, you know, uh, I don't know, fat, facts to me. Facts are, are in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> facts right. change depending on how you see the situation. Right, right. So I just write, I write what's what's good in the moment. That is awesome. And being doing what you do, I'm, I'm assuming you get asked the same questions every time you go to any interview. Like, how did you get started? I'm going to yeah. say it has something to do with your family business. Right. Right. You know, and that's, and yes, it's a standard question. I, I would say, you know, how I got started in the business was um, I saw a lot of, uh, I saw a lot of the, um, the consistent uh, uh, I'm working all this time. I'm not, uh, I'm not appreciated as much as I need to be. Oh no. The money that I probably should. So I, I decided as a, at a very young age that there had to have been, there had to have been a better way. And uh, the better way for me was uh, to work for myself. I don't like, I'm not much of a, not much of a leader, or I should say a follower. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't, uh, I, I don't follow leadership very well, meaning I guess I have an attitude problem, I've been told. And I just, I just don't follow, I don't follow everyone's game plan. I, I kind of go on my own. So it's led me. It's led me okay as it so far. Right. Why, as an entrepreneur, do we get told we have an attitude problem when we work for someone? We don't follow directions. We constantly uh, coming up with solutions to problems that we don't. They don't see as a problem. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it's always amazing to to sit. It, it's always one to sit down with an entrepreneur and then sit down to what I call a worker bee. And in in corporate America, the, the, I think the biggest challenge, not that you asked, but I'm going to tell you, in the corporate America, one of the biggest challenges that I see is everyone's just in this big CYA. Um, everyone's just trying to just keep their head low and, and just do what the boss tells them to do and not make a ruckus. And I'm just trying to cover my butt just to make sure I don't get in trouble. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, we are, we are born and bred to disrupt things, to cause problems and, and to, to get in trouble because, that's where that's where greatness, you know, percolates and, and it, it separates the the worker from the entrepreneur. And that's why I've always uh, again, I, I think I was I think entrepreneurs are not. I personally do not think entrepreneurs are are bred. I really think they're born. I, I think you can become an entrepreneur. I mean, a successful entrepreneur by following certain steps, but to really drive and 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 bring something alive. I, I think it, I think it's either born with it or you're not because it's a, it's a thought process. It's the way you think. It is. And anyone that hasn't opened their own business or went into being an entrepreneur, even wrote a book, you don't have that mindset. Right. So you go to these people and go, how did you do that? Or you're just so, com you know, complex on how they did something. It's just, it's how our brains are wired. We're meant to do this 100 i mean it's no different than you know i love going to the theater and the ballet i'm a big arts guy i love mm -hmm. uh, whether it's the, the you know the old masters or the new ones um i love artists mm -hmm. in general and i and i tell my wife when we go to the theater and ballet specifically she's like you're one of the few men i know that likes that really enjoys the ballet 
And the reason why, and I tell her this, and I said, I enjoy watching people do something that I cannot do. I, I, I could 10,000 hours of work. I could never do what they do. They were born to do this. Mm-hmm. And in turn, they may not be able to build a business like I have. They may not be able to exit a business and, 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 and you know, get on stage and speak to 20 million or 20,000 people. It's, it's you're born to do things and you're either blessed enough to be able to do them for a living or, you know, or you're just, I, 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 I dig watching people do things that I can't do. I know there's so many things that we can't do. And then you can either go, okay, I can do this better than X, Y, Z, or I just can't do it and go to work and be unhappy with the job. Well, we wonder why here in America that we have a, we have a society that is consistently unhappy and unfulfilled. And it's because very few of us get to do what I think we were born to do. I think I think what happens is people get stuck in this, this lull and this, well, I have to pay the bills and I have to, you know, I got to feed the kids. And I, I mean, it's, it becomes, I have to, instead of I get to, and I think we lose, we start losing the appreciation and the love that we've been blessed with to, to do for others and, and to do for ourselves. And it's just a, it, it's a, it's a rat race. And I, I, I truly believe that. And again, it's, it's, it's a great thing to be able to do what you love and, and get paid to do it. Exactly. Because if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Right. I understand that. And, and, and people always confuse that. I've said that before to people where people are like, yeah, but don't you get frustrated? Well, of course you do. You can, I get frustrated every single day. Mm-hmm. I am not, I am not low energy. I, I am, I am bouncing off the walls, going crazy or, or, or I'm mad. <laughs> and that's okay. Just as long as I don't, you know, as long as I don't stay in that state. Right. I, I think people, again, they, they, if you're an entrepreneur, I think you understand that much differently than if you're a nine to five. Mm-hmm. It is. It's like me personally, I have to keep going. If I'm not doing something, I'm sitting here and I'm getting frustrated because I know I should be doing something, creating something, working on a new business plan, working on spreadsheets. I'm probably one of the few people that goes, Ooh, a spreadsheet. I get to be calm for the next eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I don't do that. That's, what, <laughs> that's for certain. I know what I'm good at and, and spreadsheets are not one. I, it's, I, I, God love you for math, for math whizzes. I just, I, I'm a, get me on the phone talking to somebody. I cannot sit behind a desk and do a spreadsheet. <laughs> well, that, that's my, my analytical side. Then you have my creative side that is an author. I'm a screenplay author. So I do the creative through writing. So it's analytical or it's creative. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a good combination. That's the mind of an entrepreneur. We create s- solutions for problems people don't see as problems. Right. Well, that's, that's, that's for certain. That's for certain. <laughs> so you have your fifth book out. When about is that going to be available? Uh, I'll be, I sh- I, I'm finishing it up now, Fine Touches. I believe it should be available in January of 2022. It, it's it's going to be called The Keys. Um, and that's a rough, that's a, that's a rough book title. We're not sure exactly if it's called The Keys, but, but as of right now, working title is The Keys. There we go. Working title. We love our working titles because working titles change 10 times before we get to publication. They sure do. They sure do. <laughs> we can add words we can subtract words we can change the title completely <laughs> that's right that's that's the benefit of being being creative like you said yes it is 
Now you also have your blog and your own podcast. So I'm going to say your podcast that you have, not only is it business related, but is also you higher energy again. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're going to be started the podcast that I had, uh, what ended last year or the year it, right around COVID. I started, uh, I started focusing more on, on family and less on business, uh, during the COVID, uh, the COVID scare outbreak mm-hmm. of everybody. Um, there will be a new podcast coming out in 2022 that we're, that we're currently bullet pointing. If you look, I can never say scripting. We're always bullet point, bullet pointing things we want to do outlining. Um, and it'll be called uncle Nick. And the, the, the joke around the Uncle Nick is a lot of the businesses that, that I've created, specifically franchise businesses, um, you know, I give people, I, I tell people all the time, I'm here to give advice. You make, make decisions. I'll give you suggestions. You make the decision. Mm-hmm. And, and it kind of came out that, that you know, I, I'm not your parent. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get, you know, you're not in trouble for anything you say to me. I'm more like an uncle. I'm just, I'll give you my advice. I mean, good or bad. It's just, just unabrased advice. And if you want to take it, great. If you don't, that's fine too. So um, this whole Uncle Nick thing came out a couple of years ago. And I was talking to a buddy of mine who used to own one of my franchises and said, and he said, man, and I was told him I was looking for, I was trying to come up with a new title. He's like, man, just Uncle Nick. What do you mean? He's like, what do you mean? You A new title? That is the title. And I went, you know what? That's what the new podcast is going to be called. So it'll be called Uncle Nick. That is a wonderful title because I can tell you from all my mentors, the ones that are friends or teaching like family, but they're not being coming at you as a parent family, but as a friend or uncle, aunt, whatever, those are the ones that you normally listen to. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I, I hope so. I hope so. It should be a, it, it's a, it's an interesting, my podcasts are, how can I, t- I tell people all the time, I mean, the, the bottom line is this, I am, I'm not everyone's brand of vodka, that's for certain. I, I'm, I'm not a, you know, I'm not, I'm not a Tony Robbins type. I'm not here to pump you up and motivate you. I'm not, you know, I'm not a Gary Vee type, uh, which he, I think they're, I think both guys are, both guys are great in their own sense. Um, I'm more of the, you know, I, 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 I'm very to the point. Um, again, I'm not scared of my opinion and I, I use colorful language and, and more about the colorful language is more about a, it's more about to wake you up, make sure that you're listening to me, give you, mm-hmm. give you something to think about. Not, not because I like being crude and rude. Like some people think I do. It's just a colorful language here or there tends to, tends to, you know, spark the, spark the nervous system a little bit more. So I, but it gives sure controversy I to a conversation that you normally would be half asleep going through. Well, that's the, there you go. That, that's a great way of saying it. <laughs> I come from a military family. Colorful language is its own language. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I tell you, I, I mean, no one understands better than you. That I, I, you know, people think you're saying things, and you're, you're, you're. A lot of times, I, I've been on stage and I've gotten off stage, and somebody has said, you know, one of the other speakers is like, you know what? When you, you know, and they're usually, um, usually a very traditional speaker, and this mm-hmm. is this is what you know. You you say this, you don't bring something to drink on stage, blah blah blah. They they have these rules. Mm-hmm. And I came off stage one time, and very nice older man to me said, you know, when you swear on stage, son, it it makes you it makes you seem stupid. Like your vocabulary is is just limited. You don't have any other adjectives in your whole in your whole vocabulary besides the f word or the s word or the you know c word. And I just said, I, I appreciate your, 
I appreciate your feedback. <laughs> just, I mean, I'm not changing, but no, I no, no, don't change what you're doing. If that's how you get the audience's attention, why? Right. Because they pick up on words that are not normally said during the speaking engagements. Right, right. I agree. They, they, they tend to. I, I think, I think being my authentic self is mm -hmm. is is what pays off in that world. It is. You have to be authentic. You have to talk to your audience about whatever it is you're talking about in a way that's organic to you, not organic to Tony Robinson or whoever else. I mean, they're great speakers, but that's them. That's not who you are. Right, right. And that thing, you know, like you said, being authentic to yourself, I think is, I think is the way to win. And I, and, and it's in business as well. I mean, just, you know, being who you want to be and, and who you should be at that moment. I, I think it's, I think it's, um, again, it's not a CYA thing. It's not, I'm just, I'm just playing under the radar. It's play full out or don't play at all. Exactly. As an entrepreneur, even if you're an author, you have to run your business, your book like a business. So it goes hand in hand. Right. You have to know your marketing. You have to know your clients. You have to know how to get to the audience. Right. 100%. So we've been talking a little bit about your website. What is your website for everyone? Uh, I, th I think the website right now is, is nickzamason.org, I believe. And the reason why I say that, it's, it's, it's been changed a few times since writing books. I, I work with a couple, of, a couple other different people and they're like, we need to change it to this. We need to change it to that. We need to gear it towards more of the books or more of the speaking engagement. So I think as of right now, it's nick, nickzamason.org. Okay, we will double check it so we have the correct link in the comment section so that people can find you. I'm sorry, I'm trying not to laugh here because, you know, when you do 10 different things, your website always changes and entrepreneurs right. think, oh, once I have this website, it's never going to change. Well, that's clearly not what happens. Right. I mean, the, the, we were just talking. It's funny that you asked me about the website. Literally at lunch about an hour ago, we were just talking about websites and one of my buddies that I was having lunch with, who's a, a business, uh, just a business uh, associate, um, he had said, is your new website going to be Uncle Nick? Because <laughs> the podcast is going to be Uncle Nick. And I was like, you know, we, we might end up changing it again. So I almost, I almost hesitated to say what my website was because it'll probably change again in the next six months. But as of right now, I believe it's Nick Zamison. Okay, so you backlink from your current websites to your new website. Right. Get <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll definitely be doing that. <laughs> See, I touch on a lot of things that people go, what's a backlink? Well, it's just connecting one website to the other. Right. So it's nice and simple. So we have your book coming out sometime first of next year. Right. Your podcast coming up, Uncle Nick, sometime next year. Right. I would say the first, probably the first episode will be probably mid, mid January. Awesome. Yeah. And it'll be on the, all the other on the iTunes, the Spotify, all that good stuff. I don't, I have, I have a guy that does that. So he'll put it everywhere. Yeah. It's like this one. I'm like, okay, I can give you maybe five places. I know it's at, but I know there's a list somewhere of other places. <laughs> so that's just how podcasts go. It goes everywhere. And we don't only tell you the like main five. Right. Right. So what else are you currently working on that we have not talked about? Well, let's see here. Um, I can tell you, I just, I just sold a company. I just sold one of my biggest companies that I had uh, a month ago. So I've been, I've been doing a lot of traveling. Um, and in the traveling, uh, I've come up with, you know, new writings mm -hmm. and podcasts. 
Uh, so I've taken some time off over the last month. So that's why I'm a little unshaven as I as I sit here. Um, obviously, I still have another franchise called Best Option Restoration. There's about 30 of them running around the country. Uh, I'll sell that probably in the next decade or so. But um, the biggest thing that, that I've been working on lately is finishing the book, The Keys, and and outlining the new podcast because what I don't want to do is regurgitate a lot of things from the past. I think some of the things in the past need to be stated again, because I think there are some value in what I've said in the past, but I think this podcast is going to be, um, Uncle Nick will be a little bit more, um, what, what I like to call personally related rather than just business related. A lot of the podcast, the bio one podcast was about how to run a business successfully franchised or being the franchise or and I tended to focus on just business. Uncle Nick is going to touch on a lot of different things, whether it's uh, personal, professional, uh, financial, spiritual, relationship driven. Um, there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of exciting topics. Not every not everything's going to suit everybody. I, I can tell you because I certainly have my own opinions as a, as any entrepreneur does. Um, but I think I would be hard pressed to say that somebody shouldn't get something out of, out of at least every podcast. So I'm, I'm excited about starting to, starting to record it. Well, you can never please everyone. You can please some of the people <laughs> some of the time, but you cannot please all the people all the time. Correct. hundred percent. It's a, it's a great quote. But thank you so much for being on the show today. And I look forward to the new book and the podcast coming up. Great. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. And for our listeners and our viewers, happy reading.